We are back with another one in the hive, you know, in the lab, in the hive, you know, making things shake, keeping things sweet, and always behave with my homeboy. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jamal, aka Jay Reezy, aka um, Mr. Don't Call Me Snickers. Make sure y'all go check out my podcast. He is wonderful. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Well, my podcast is where I go around and just um, discuss different topics with different people. Like, I like to uh, make sure my um, my guests are diverse, so it's not one-sided. I want to hear what everybody thinks. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and, you know, over here on Honeybee Speaks Freely, I am your host, Honeybee. Um aka Charnay, aka Brittany, you know, you know, you know, you know the vibes. Um <clears throat> so with that being said, uh let's jump into it. So today's topic is music. And not just music, but like any kind of music. Um so my top five genres of music. I don't even think I have five to be real with you. My top five would be soul. R&B, gangster rap, and I mean when I say gangster rap, I'm talking about like NWA, Cypress Hill, um, DJ Quick, Ice T, uh, OG Sugar Free, like old rap, um, old gangster rap. And um, number three will be um, Neon Soul, and four would be. Black gospel. I'm just going to say it. Black gospel. Yes. Black gospel. Um, (laughs) And then number five would be, I guess, today's rap, but more like on the storytelling side. So I'm talking about like um, Joey Badass, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Mm -hmm. uh, J. Cole, that type thing. Yes, sir. So what about you? Well, I know for sure my... um... My first is modern day rap, like like I, like you said, like J Cole, Kendrick, um, Cordaire, Chance. Um, oh, I forgot about Chance. Shout out yeah, to yeah, Chance and um, some some of these other rappers out here are cool too. Um, but those are my top. Well, you know, you know, like Drake's, you know, up there. But I really is he really a rapper though, or he's is more he... like a pop? I think. You think you think he's more pop singer? I don't know. I'm not even trying to drag this net man through the mud because he's trying to hide the world from his son. No, man. When I found out about him having a son, and that was the line that he came out with, I was trying to hide the world from my son. No, you trying to hide the fact you got a porn star pregnant? Oh, dang. I mean, but whatever. <laughs> Continue. Um. Yeah. So number one is modern day rap. Um, number two is jazz. I love jazz. I <laughs> I sound like an old man, but jazz really do be hitting sometimes. <laughs> mm. Especially when you mix um rap with jazz. I don't know if y'all ever heard of um those two genres mixing, but it hits so, different. So it's crazy that you would say that. There is a man. I call him a man because he is one and he is absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, Masego actually coined the term trap house jazz. So he fuses jazz with rap. Um, he is a man of many talents, many, many talents, plays lots of different instruments, but the one he's most known for playing is the sax. Mm-hmm. He's silky smooth, silky smooth. If you, so my top five by him, that I encourage everybody to check out Navajo, Silver Tongue Devil, um, Age, Lady Lady, and Vision is one of my favorites. Vision is one of my favorites. And the honorable mis- uh, honorable mention would be um, what is that song? Lavish Lullaby. Mm. When I say silky smooth in his voice, oh man, that's butter. <laughs> butter. Go ahead, spread that on that toast, baby, because that's butter right there. Um, but yeah, definitely a fusion. Um, oh, and he does the he's one of his his most favorite song 
to date is called Tadal. Um, I think it was double or triple platinum. And oh, wow. he features this guy called FKJ, which stands for French Kiwi Juice. He also does a lot of fusion, um, like between all different genres, but he creates his own beats and rhythms just like uh, Masego does on the spot and goes from there. He actually does like listening experiences all over the United States because I think he is French based, which would be French Kiwi Juice, right? So the French mm. part. Um, so all over Europe, all over the United States, he um does listenings where like you get headphones, so it's kind of like a silent party. You sit down on the floor, sit down in a chair, whatever. He encourages you to like close your eyes, and then he starts creating a beat from like the bottom up. So like he'll think of whatever song or whatever he's the vibe he's trying to create and put it all together in front of you, which That's I think is. Dope. Right, it's a super dope experience. I've been trying to get me and my brother to go to one, but then COVID hit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but okay, so modern rap is your first one. What, jazz is your second. What's next? Mm-hmm. An honorable mention for rap. I just got those out of Toby Nuigwe. That man, he his lyrics are just top tier. Man, yeah, he he is intelligent this man got it so i just want to be i just want to make sure that like before this man blows up and everybody's like oh he's great your boy was there first (laughs) mr don't call me snickers stamps it oh god (laughs) but yeah um so it goes monday rap jazz then it goes r&b um, cause you know I like to be romantic here and there. You know I like to get uh, in there, Mister Player, Player, Silky Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. Um, um, and then uh, I would say Soul, cause my sister got me into it. Um, shout out to your sis. I'm God. Um, Zai, if you're listening, or Sage, if you're listening, what to do? What's up? <laughs> Um, and then it goes, what's my fifth? I guess my fifth is classical. Classical. Oh, I have the honorable mention for my list would be soundtracks to movies. Cause man, some of these, some of the songs you don't get to hear in the actual movie that was the scores that were written for the movie. Some of them get thrown out or some of them are like, you get to hear snippets of them in the movie, man. Like I love the soundtrack to, um, Tarzan. For real? Oh my god. Shout out Phil Collins. He did his thing. If you've ever sat down and listened to the tracks, the uncut tracks to Tarzan, top tier, Chef Kiss. Mm. But what are your, some of your favorite composers? Composers? Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's that man's name? It's <laughs> like <laughs> so I don't know who, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I know Beethoven's good. Um, Bach. <laughs> yeah, Bach. Um, and what was his name? Oh, I forgot his name, but he's like really good. Moolit Sonnet by, I think it's by Bach. Johann Sebastian Bach. Oh, man. Oh, beautiful. No, an honorable mention for me is um, Japan, uh, Japanese pop or Japanese soul. I think it's what it's called. It's, it's like like they have their own little jazz soul thing got they got going on over there, mm-hmm. but like their voice, I don't know what it is, but they sound amazing. And like I'll I'll, I'll um, send you a link so you can listen to it, but it's it's pretty good for sure. And they got I'm some, always down. and they got some composers over there too that are really good too. So it's just this guy know you gotta know where to find them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think Bach, Beethoven, and um, man, what is this man's name? He was he was really famous for um his as a pianist. Um, it's gonna kill you to figure it out. It, it <laughs> is, man. Like I'll I'll come back to it, but like I I promise you, like those those guys are really good at what they do. Um, they're dead. <laughs> that's true. Um, I don't think I'm maybe you've never heard of this man, but his name is Frank Tekeli. 
he does the Shakers spe- the Shakers um simple gifts. And there's this one movement called Here Take This Lovely Flower. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Devante is actually one of my favorites too. He wrote um The Seven Layers to Hell. Basically, um the the umbrella term, the umbrella um title to the music is called uh if I had not said it, I would have known what it was. Um the Inferno. Mm. So it's t- it, t- it takes you through the seven layers of pale base. Hello? Good. Very good. Beautifully written um, score. I'm trying to think of who else I really, like, really sticks out to me. Um... I can't think of any, but those are my top. The Inferno, um, the Shakers, the Shakers songs. And there's this one piece called Khan, as in like um, Khan the Conqueror um, that tried to conquer the, I think it was the Japanese. Yeah. Um, Yes. Um, One of the Mongolians, uh, a writer or composer, excuse me wrote a score called Khan and I've played it when I was in high school when we did um GMEA which is like this huge band conference you have to be like some of the best in the world well not in the world in the United States to get to go to GMEA um I did Wind Symphony shout out to high school shout out to GMEA um that was a beautiful I had so much fun in Savannah but anyway um Khan is a very intense piece very intense. I think it's a level seven. Oh wow! Um, but it's super fun to play. But like you can almost cause so the story basically is during the winter. Genghis Khan was trying to go over the China Wall and trying to break it down. So it was the Chinese. Excuse me. Excuse me. I did not mean to lump them all in together, but I couldn't really couldn't remember the story. Anyway, so he's trying to break down the Great Wall of China, mm. and this is during the snow. So, like, the music, once you know the story, you can see the story as you're playing it. So, in the beginning of the score, it's very light, kind of like riding. It has a riding pace to it, almost like a march pace. So, you imagine yourself riding on a horse, traveling the journey, and the song kind of progresses, like, we're going on this very long journey, but we're with our kin, everything is great. Then it takes a very sharp turn, where, like, you hear a lot of bass, a lot of bombastic sounds, Mm -hmm. and... That's reminiscent of um, them trying to break down the wall. And then you there's a part where it's kind of like um, it gets light where like somebody hears them trying to break down the wall. And then you can imagine all of them coming to fight. And then it's very bombastic and loud from that point forward until it resolves at the very end. Mm. It's a very nice, it's very nice, intense piece. Oh, and then um, Othello. Ugh. I love Othello. Man, that play. But the score behind Othello, so Othello is a story uh, created by Shakespeare, one of his classic plays um, about a black man, actually a Moor, basically, who is a soldier in the army of the king, and he is the finest um, soldier that he has. But he falls in love with Desdemona, which is the king's daughter. He does not want them to marry because he is black. And a lot of other things transpire after that point, but he ends up killing Desdemona and killing himself. But the score behind it, oh man, there's this one, and I also played this while I was in Wind Symphony in high school. Shout out to 2015 graduates here. Um, well, for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I graduated in 2015. Um, but um, there's this one part in the play uh, where the score is written, where he kills her, it's actually played twice, it's supposed to be. But the first time it's played is before he kills her, where he's thinking about her cheating with other people because eventually they do get married. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, it's called Desdemona and it's so dreary, but it's so beautiful. It's so beautifully written. The euphonium comes in almost like speaking as a voice. Oh, it's just 
don't get me started don't get me started because i can go for days about music in general but let's keep the ball rolling let's keep it let's keep the dice rolling um <laughs> oh also i found out the name um so it was mozart and chopin oh yeah okay <laughs> chopin chopin whatever his name is respect <laughs> respect <laughs> um Okay, okay, okay. Um, what are your what do you feel like rap music has turned into, or what is it to you? Or better, yet, answer both those. Well, rap music to me is just um, a way of expressing yourself in the environment that you live in. Mm. Um, so when I see people like um, Ice Cube when he was making his raps, um, it was about his environment. And so, shout out to Cube and Cube Vision. Oh God! Um, but what it's turned into today is more of like a flex. Like, Ooh. hey, I have all this money. You all are broke. Bow down to me. <laughs> Ooh. Or I can get any girl I want. You guys can't get no no girls. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So it's basically just a whole flex session, but it just depends on who you listen to. Because mm. if you go to like somebody like Kendrick or somebody like J. Cole, they talk about how um, you need to better yourself, how you need to use, um, how to better your intelligence. And because um, we gonna be all right on me, and um, and Kendrick starts um talk about more positive things. Like like I know before he was he's um talk about negative stuff, but that's only because he was doing it for his label, right? Um, and smart. it sells. Yeah, because you do what sells first, you build up your platform, and then you produce the message that you want to produce. Right, especially when you get the the clientele and the base. Yeah, then you can really run with it and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you were talking about the other day, Baby King. So can you enlighten me on some Baby King? Oh yeah, so Baby King is an artist um who just so happens to be um. Kendrick's cousin, um, just like how YBN Cordaire, or I guess Cordaire now, is Chance's cousin. Um, so Baby Keem's also a really talented artist as well. Um, he made this one song called "Honest," which I love to death. I play it every single morning. <laughs> um, but I just, I just like the way he goes. Like he's, he's like Kendrick. But in his own way, like he he's his own person, and I like that. I like how he did that, how he made sure that he, it was known. Like, hey, this is the way I do my stuff. Like, I'm not my cousin, <laughs> right? Type deal. For sure. Um. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna check him out. I'm gonna add him to my listy list. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I don't listen to a lot of rap. Mm-hmm. No, I listen to a lot of modern rap because I can't take the bitches and hoes. Like I can't. It's a lot for me. Yeah. All the rap music now is like degrading of women, more specifically black women, and these are black artists with black women in their videos calling all kind of bitches and hoes, and talking about oh I fucked her now she a hoe I fucked her best friend but I'm not no hoe like how. <laughs> Or like glorifying cheating on women, um, and again, the women they put in their videos are black women. I'm just like, ah, this has got a great beat, but like I'm more of a lyric person. Mm-hmm. If I'm listening to you just for the beat, I know your lyrics are trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I go to listen to a new song, and I'm like, oh, I like the beat, so then I go and listen to like actually like take the time to listen to the song. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'm like, "Yep, no garbage." I'll I'll like I'll jig to it or bop to it if I'm in a club or in a lounge, but like listening to my own accord, mm, nah. I feel that. I definitely feel that. Um, Meg Thee Stallion. <laughs> oh man, I know that's a that's a trigger word for you. No, nah, um, I love Megan, man. She she's a really dope artist. I really respect what she does. Um. The message that she puts out is just equally as what the guy's been putting out for years. So I don't fault her for anything, for real. Mm, mm. That's growth. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Meg Thee Stallion, I love her um, for ample amounts of reasons. Um, but do I agree with some of the messages in her song? No. So <laughs> there's this one song that I love, like, um, what is the name of that song? You Know What I Need? Mm-hmm. The, the chorus of the song, I, I'm paraphrasing because I can't really, I can't sing it right. But um, she's she's like, I'll cut you off and get mad when you leave. Tell you I was sorry and you're still mad at me. Um, but you know what I need. And I'm like, what? Sound toxic. <laughs> Facts. But the thing is, like, how are you going to tell this man to leave and get mad when he does? Because, like, if he don't leave, you calling the cops or y'all fighting. Like, I don't. What? <laughs> I'm like confused. I'm super confused. Um, yeah, that one threw me off. But the beat in that song is so good, and like I like the rest of the song. It's just that that part. I'm like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Um, I love B I T C H by her. Um, it's mm-hmm. not that I can't say the word, but it's just that that's how it's spelled that's how out. Spelled, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Because that's true. Like, I don't care how much a nigga love you. Or not even niggas. Niggas are very different from men. So I don't care how much your man loves you. In his head, one or two times, he's been like, bitch, what the fuck is you doing? In his head, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I get it. I get it. Um, when she's like, um, I'd rather you be a B- your B-I-T-C-H. Because that's what you're going to call me when I leave, basically. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm going to let you blow off some steam. You know, one or two times in your head, that's cool. It better not fly out your mouth, though. <laughs> it bet not. Because, like, I'm not going to call you no nigga, you know? Yeah. I'm not. That's not cool. Um, But, yeah, I like her music. Very sex for it. Very, um, like, liberating music. Whatever, whatever. Shout out mm-hmm. to Meg. She doing her thug this one. Also, uh-huh. I think she just posted that she just graduated from college. Hey, look. Right. Like, shout out to her for that. Black excellence, black girl, uh, black girl magic. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. love it, love it, love it. Um, so I have an issue. With I have an issue. I got an issue with Cardi. Cardi B? Yeah. What she do? It's not what she did. It's about what I feel like she is doing to the game for women. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's revolutionizing it, like making it equal. But at the same time, I really think she is not for women. Mm. And the only reason why I say that is because a lot of her lyrics are catering to the fact that you're you're supposed to be okay, kind of kind of okay with a man cheating on you. But, like, I understand she's pulling from her own experience because Offset, right, mm-hmm. cheats on her habitually. Well, back then, was cheating on her habitually. And she was allowing it because she wanted to keep her family together. Shout out to her and her mental health. Mm-hmm. Because, whoo, you're not going to publicly cheat on me and we this famous and embarrass me like that. Not just once, but like a couple times. And then when I finally really put the pieces together and call you out on it, then you want to show it to my shows and be like grandiose with gifts and shit like that. No, you could have kept your dick to yourself and we would have been straight. Like, if that was the case, why did you marry me? You didn't Mm -hmm. have to marry me because I was pregnant with your baby. Yeah, man. Mm. Um, I don't think it at any point should ever be okay that a man cheats or that a woman cheats. Stop yeah. cheating. Cheating is trash. You're trash after you cheat. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, that's just how I feel. No, and, I um, there's no reason for you to cheat because if you feel like you gotta cheat, you don't need to be with that person for real. Yeah. I just don't understand it. Be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I like Cardi, not love Cardi. I like Cardi. Um, a lot of her music I really do vibe to, but like, mm, I don't know. I like her better as a feature than okay. as a as a artist. Like a like there's I can skip on her albums. But on Meg's, there's no skips for me. Mm-hmm. Um 
Nikki. Nikki used to be everything. She was like my generation's little Kim. Yeah. She was freak nasty. She was real in the thick of it. She really like she was everything. Um, there's no skips to me on her albums. Uh, and being that she is Caribbean, I definitely shout out to her. Mm-hmm. The bad girl out there. Um, love her. Um, there's no skips for me on her albums. Now, <laughs> recent events, um, shout out to her being a mother and a very healthy baby that she calls Baby Bear. Love him and blessings on them and her motherhood and her baby's journey through life. Continue to cover them in prayer. Um, but her husband is damn near a convicted rapist and I'm having a hard time supporting it. Like I support her, but it's like she is an extension of him now. And it's like that's tough. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know feel about this. Um how do you feel about um Beyonce rapping? She needs to not. <laughs> she needs to not. And I know the beehive is gonna be like, ah but no, because like she's really good at what she does. Like be Beyonce. There's no need for you to add to your repertoire something as frivolous as rapping. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? And I mean frivolous as in you already have a stacked career. Why are we rapping? Yeah. Like, oh, no. She was out here acting. She was out here singing. She be dancing. Right. You have a stacked career. Stick to what you're good at. And I'm not saying that she's not multifaceted because she very much is. Like you said, she's acting, dancing, singing. She, um, what's the, what is the thing? She, um, actively mentors and promotes Hallie and Chloe. So that's her prodigy group. And they're doing fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to their sisterhood because they're able to support each other independ- independently of each other and together. So, like, super shout out to them. It takes some real, you know, not to be jealous of your uh, their counterpart because um, that happens too many times in the show industry, like in the industry period, whether it's so- show business or music, uh, they tend to put those two against each other. And yeah. they have been so far been like, nope, that's still my sister. I'm going to love and support her. And whatever she does, if she is bigger than me, cool. If not, cool. You know, we're going to always make it out together. And I, I love that. I love that energy. That's good energy to have. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, like, how do you feel about them trying to silence J. Cole and Kendrick? Oh yeah, man. I I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm one of freedom of speech. Mm. So I say let them say what they're gonna say. Now at the same time I am for freedom of speech. Mm. You always need to be prepared to catch a fade. Yeah, the repercussions for sure. Yeah, because if you say something that somebody else doesn't like, don't be surprised when they call to him. But hey, man, I don't like what you just said. And if you be like, so what? And they try to swing on you. Don't be surprised. Like you're not gonna agree on certain stuff. You shouldn't be fighting over it. But people are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of being ready for the consequences, anyway, person who says N word, just gonna drop that bomb. Oh yeah, any person that says N word, say it I with mean, a hard E R. Oh yeah, if you bold man say it, but just don't be surprised if you get jumped. Like <laughs> like this, I don't know what you expect. For sure. Like that's ridiculous. Like if you're gonna say the word, you know, if that's really bothering you that you can't say the word, say the word. Just be prepared to get beat up for it. <laughs> facts. Facts, facts, facts. Um, but yeah, I feel like voice suppression in the black community period whether it's music or just in general is very prevalent and it was really shown when um j cole came up with one of his last albums not um not the one not kod but the one before kod but he was talking about like you know 
I love my black women and talking about how we need to like band together, basically. Yeah. You have to go and search for that album. Mm-hmm. Like half the tracks on that album is not played. Period. And you have to go and search for it. I have always been a huge uh, J. Cole fan. Shout out to J. Cole. Um, since Friday Night Lights. And if you don't know what Friday Night Lights are, you ain't real. You new to this. You ain't true to this. Because Friday Night Lights was one of his first mixtapes. This was back when live mixtapes was popping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're like early 2000s, mid uh, 2010s um, where you could only get real rap music like not the mainstream crap not the bubblegum stuff but like the um, in the trenches underground um, off live mixtapes um, and Friday Night Lights was one of my favorite mixtapes Lights Please Grown Simba Dead Presidents man like Bro was going off. Oh yeah, he he don't miss. <laughs> nah, never. Um, I'm kind of newer to Kendrick Lamar because it was just almost like one day I woke up and he was big, and I was like, "Whoa, where did he come from?" Um, <laughs> you good over there? Oh, yeah. No, I'm cleaning. My fault. <laughs> You're supposed to be focusing, sir. Yeah, that's on me. That's on me. I didn't know y'all was going to hear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. Oh, you're not? Why no. Not edit that out? I'm not going to edit it out. Just for shock value. Um, But, like, Kendrick, on the other hand, he... Mm, like I said, I woke up one day and he was huge and I was like, where did this man come from? And I like his storytelling and all of his songs. Oh, yeah. That's what keeps me listening to him, for real. I wish he would come out with more music because I feel like his fan of putting out music, goodness, you are holding your breath. He is. Like, like he, like his fan base would be like, just ready for him to come out with stuff. And man, this may be taking years. But I, like, I understand you want to master your craft and you want to make sure that when you, when you put out something, that's the best thing you put out. So, I understand that. But, golly, bro, like, put on a teaser or something. Like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, let me know that something's been to drop. I mean... Because he, he did that with his last album. He mm. did that with, um... He did that with, like, the DNA album. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was hard part four. I think he put out like four different videos and those mm. were all leading up to it being um, released. Mm-hmm. And all of those just hit. Like, like the bro's storytelling, the way he can divvy up his music and just tell a complete story is crazy. His poetry, this man puts poetry within his music. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> Um, I think the one of the ones that I really loved the most was um, Love by him. Mm. And it was on the DNA album. Yeah. Um, really, 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 that's a bop. That's a vibe. I um, love um, Pride. Oh, yeah, that's actually a ringtone of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's great. Um, so, what would you like to see um, in music, like as as it progresses? Um, what would you like to see it go to, or take some type of metamorphosis into something? What would you like for it to be? Uh, I want it to become more because it doesn't have to always be story driven. Mm. I would like it to have a meaning behind it. Mm. Can like, you elaborate more on that? Yeah, like, I don't want it to be just, oh, I'm flexing on you, or, oh, you know, I got more money than you. I don't want it to be about showboating. I want it to be more uh, English. I want it to be more about um, a, a message that you want to, uh, to tell people, like like body positivity or uplifting the black community or up, uplifting the Asian community or 
just just like more positivity being shown to the world instead of you being like, hey, I'm better than all of you. <laughs> right. A new cat in the game, Jacob Holloway, I think that's his name. You mean um Jack Harlow? Yeah, well, whoa, I was totally wrong. I'm sorry, bro. Shout out to him, though. Um, he's got this song called Tyler Hero. Yeah. Man. One of the coldest white boys in the game. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, I, 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 have, I have a high respect for Jack Harlow. Man, there's no skips on his album. And I'm, like I said, I'm very hard to please when it comes to rap, only yeah. because of the like the degrading and it's a whole bunch I can't listen to somebody for four or five minutes or even two or three minutes because songs have gotten much shorter than what they used to be um bitches and hoes money and drugs bitches and hoes and then like then people be like what do you mean you like old rap like that's true but it was more of a story like for instance um like you said Ice Cube um Ice Cube by himself, not adjacent from NWA. His songs like America KKK is a story. Yeah. Yeah, he cussed a lot, but it was a story. Um, No Vaseline, that was a diss track, like, but it was a story. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of what else. Um, Good Day, in quotation marks, Friday, um, today was a good day, was a story. Literally, just waking up, gotta thank god i don't know but today seems kind of odd he tells a story yeah like i can deal with that i can deal with the cussing and all that kind of stuff uh if you know it's this actual story you know just like projecting your emotions or projecting any type of like super negative crap um uh i said no vaseline but that was a story even though that was a diss track um but even with NWA, um, I forget what it's called, but um, Cruising on the Street in My Six Fold. Yeah. That's a story. That's a story. That's literally a story. Um, there's a song, um, I think this is after Ice Cube left NWA, but it's called Fat Girl. But it's literally a story about how this fat girl remembered Easy E and was trying to get with him and like, he was like, no, nah, I don't do bigger than she was like, you did that night. <laughs> and like, it tells a story about that. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a group called the Fat Boys who did a song with the Force MDs. And if you don't know who the Force MDs are, if you know the song Tender Love, that's mm-hmm. the Force MDs. So the Force MDs meet the Fat Boys and that's exactly what the song is called. Um, it tells a story about them trying to get on the ferry because they're in Staten Island. Um, yeah. and it's talking about how the fat boys are so big they almost sank the ship they almost sank the ferry <laughs> um, and like it's a really cool like old school like rap so you know it's not super fancy but it's like it's cool um, also Easy e came up with a song called Motherfucking G's man that song mm-hmm. that makes me feel like I'm finna go I'm finna go flex I'm finna go out here and be um uh, Petey Pablo or go out here and be Nikki Barnes or Frank Lucas like I'm finna be Al Capone like you ain't finna touch me every time I listen to that song I'm like I don't know who you talking to but uh, uh. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some other songs like DJ Quick so he was affiliated so quick quick history lesson DJ oh. Quick was affiliated with the Bloods um, so much so that you know, quick is spelled Q U I C K, right? Mm-hmm. He took the C out. It's Q U I K. Like he was super heavy into it, and um, he has not come out to say whether he was a part of or not. But he does maintain that he was affiliated thereof, even in his later years, because DJ Quick is still alive. Um, one of his songs, and I wish everybody, if you don't listen to the song, go look at the lyrics. There's a song that he made called If It Don't Make Dollars, It Don't Make Sense. Yeah. But I think the over the actual title is Dollars and Cents. Go look at those lyrics. The coldest rap song, coldest gangster rap song I've ever heard in my life. Mm. And he has no skips either. Like none, no skips. Um, just like Ice T, if you look at some of his music, he was heavily affiliated with the Crips. 
Um, mm-hmm. He was not a member, and he he says that he's a, he says that point point blank. He was like, I'm not a member of the Crips, but I was heavily affiliated. Some of his acapella raps before he became Ice T as we know him in music were all about Crip culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like. It's just, it's stuff like that that I really, really love. That's why I really fell in love with J. Cole. Like I said, Lights Please, um, Grown Simba, the whole um, Love Yours, one and two, part one and two, no skips. Nah, what's it called? Um, the It's something mine, mine part one and two. Yes. I, I loved it. That's a vibe right there. For sure. I, I mean, anything, either one of them touches gold. Like Kendrick or uh, J. Cole, gold. Um, so moving on from rap, because we spent a, a hellacious amount of time on that. Because, like, it's just... <laughs> uh, and Forbidden it. Fruit. I got to add Forbidden Fruit in there. All right, that's it. Forbidden Fruit? Yeah, by J. Cole. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking Billy Holiday. I was about to say, oh, we can definitely talk about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've heard Forbidden Fruit by him. I'm about to check that out. Oh, please do. Like right after this, go check it out. For <laughs> sure. Um, so R and B for me is where my heart lies. It is my moon and my sun. Um just some artists that I really listen to. Janae Aiko. Love her. She oh. is so groovy. To like to not even like I can't even say it any other way. She's so groovy. Mm. Um her Yasmin Lacey, but she falls more into the jazz category, kind of. She is R and B, but hers is jazz infused. What about um no name. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, she her. I don't her flow. Yes, her yeah. and Baby Rose. I wish they would make an album together. Mm. I would love for them to make an album together. Now um, there's this one called Chica. Her name. Mm. She um she's really good too. She's a rapper. So tell me about her. I've never heard about Chica. Oh yeah, so Chica from Alabama. Um, oh lord! <laughs> yeah, but no, like her, her bar, like she, like she, like she's a big girl, so she raps about how, um, how that, how her experience with that has been, mm. and she, she got bars, like, like Chica, like C, I think it was C H I K A. Um, she, she got bars. Like she's another one you got to listen to too. Okay, ladies, add it to your list. We gonna go look up Miss Chica. Mm-hmm. Let me. In fact, let me look up the song <laughs> because um, she. Uh, High Rise is good by Chica. Um, song about you was pretty good, and um, and Crown. Oh, Crown's really good. Okay. 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 I'm adding it to my list. But yeah, definitely go check that out. Forbidden Fruit, I don't know if that one is is um it's good. But the message is confusing. <laughs> gotcha. So you're gonna have to think a little bit. Yeah. I got you. I feel you. Um I'm trying to think of what other artists. Jasmine Sullivan. Ugh. I haven't heard of her. What? I've heard of her. I bust the windows out your car. Oh, trip. That's her? Yes. Oh. Okay, now I know. I love her. Oh, my goodness. Everything she touched. Her, SZA, Summer Walker, they all need to be on an album or like a long song together. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. SZA with Broken Clocks. Oh my God, is these broken? I'm telling you, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. I love, 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 love SZA. I've loved her since she came out. Everything she to me, she touches. 
there is nothing about her that would ever like to this point has ever made me be like ah she alright no she is phenomenal mm. her voice is silky smooth like her and Aria um, Aria Lennox yeah they need to be on the album together because I feel like they match each other's vibe man Aria Lennox the way she's able to put stuff together like aesthetics and the fact that her voice again is silky smooth too like Aria Lennox oh man she could sing me to sleep any day <laughs> alright she did a song with Masego um, and that music video is just beautiful mm-hmm. I mean super chill but absolutely gorgeous like the I mean I don't even know how to explain but man it is beautiful um now, I love them. There was what's her name? Merba, Mariba. Mar- I don't think I've ever heard of her. It's M E R E B A. Yeah, I've never heard of her. Yeah, her. She made a song called "Sandstorm" with JID. Mm. And that song, man, that song will get you. <laughs> It'll catch you liking if 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 you um don't listen to it correctly. Mm, mm, I like that. Um, how do you feel about Anderson Pack? Anderson Pack? Yeah. I don't think I've heard his music. A lot of people say he dope and that he's really good. I just have not, you know, because he's a rapper. Yeah. Um, I haven't really keyed into his just like a boogie with a hoodie. Oh, a boogie is good. So, well, scratch. I'm not gonna say that. A Boogie's good for a lot of his songs. Mm. Cause as far as the ones that I've heard, like I haven't heard one where I had to skip yet. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so what are some songs you like by A Boogie with a hoodie? Oh, Drowning, top tier song. So My that's A Boogie. Song. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And then there was another one. Hold on, I gotta go to my playlist. <laughs> you should have already had your music pulled up. Yeah, I'm telling you, I was prepared. I was like, man, let me make sure I get these shout outs out. Um, so Drowning, mm-hmm. Me and My Guitar, uh, Look Back at It, which is, I think I've heard that one. song before. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, oh, no promises is good. Um, swerving's pretty good. The six nine part is, <laughs> I didn't really like it. Six nine is shoddy to me, period. Yeah, but definitely that, um, the definitely his part though is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, uh, Moneybag Yo just came out with this album. It's called Against His Pain, semicolon, Reloaded. So, I'm guessing that this is a part two. Um, and because it's Scorpio season, come on, ladies, Scorpios in the building. Um, rep it hard for them this month because your girl just had a birthday starting yes, Scorpio season. Um, he came up with a song called Scorpio and like I've listened to it and I've also gone back and look at the lyrics not only is the beat good and mind you Moneybag Yo is one of them rappers who's like bitches and hoes, drugs, bitches and hoes bitches mm-hmm. and hoes I actually really like this song and it's not even because it's named Scorpio I just think that that's a dope title and he does mention her birthday's in October so yeah but um He's talking about really, and then and like I encourage everybody to go listen to this song or at least look at the lyrics. He talks about how this girl is doing him like he do other hoes. Like he's like, "Don't treat me like no hoe that hurt my feelings," because <laughs> he, he literally mentions he's like, "Bro, I just fucked her good and I wanted to talk to her. She got me blocked on Instagram. Don't tell me she treat me like I treat other girls that I'm not trying to be with." And I'm like, "Yeah," because and then he after he says that he's like, um. I see I'm blocked on Instagram, but her birthday in October. And I'm like, ah, yeah, we do do that. Like, mm, yeah. So, 
And not only is it like a good song, like he's acknowledging like, hey, I may like you. Don't treat me like you treat them because I don't like this feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little bit of transparency. I haven't gotten into the full album because I don't think the full album is out quite yet. I think it's just um, what am I trying to say? Actually, when did this drop? It just dropped. The whole album just dropped. Come think um, about it. Come sit here looking at on Apple Music. Um, yeah, it just dropped. And so, like, it looks like the the hits that they're going to put out, push out first, are called um, Switches and Drax. Mm-hmm. Um, what Be Wrong gave it. Uh, feel This. Scorpio, of course. Um, another one. Uh, and Warkeisha. But everybody know Rakisha. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's gonna be a remix with featuring Lil Wayne and Ashanti. Ooh, Ooh I like that. All right, right. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Um, okay. So let me read you a description of Scorpio while we're talking about. It was like a tip of October, and I was like, "This Scorpio season, I just got a real cre. I just got a real creative with." I just got real creative with it. I'm sorry, I can't read. <laughs> and then I was listening to D- uh, the DMX song. Hmm, that makes me want to go look and see which song inspired him. I was like on YouTube and it was the first one to come on. I was like, man, this joint got a vibe. So I now really want to know what DMX song he was listening to. <laughs> and then I listened to it and I was like, yep, I like this vibe. All right, but he was telling a story. The pocket that I was in oh my gosh the way this man talks oof, it's killing my brain cells when I do songs like that how I do I did like Scorpio and how I did Warkeisha I call it my Warkeisha flow and I'm like okay okay so mm, I'm trying to think back to Warkeisha he does kind of have the same flow like that he did then. He's like, I didn't even know the <laughs> the world was going to accept me like that. So now it's money bag style. Okay. Okay. Um, that doesn't really give me a description about the song like I was hoping it would, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely looking for the Wakisha um, remix and please go check out Scorpio by Moneybag Yo. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's got 29 songs on this album. Again, I've already told you the highlighted ones. Um, ooh, there's one that says the name of the song is Love It Here. I'm looking forward to listening to that. And Bipolar Virgo. Ooh, okay. Okay. Is he a Virgo? Mm, is he talking about himself? <laughs> there's another one on here that says um, the title is If Pain Was a Person Ooh, that sounds like that's going to be a good one too mm-hmm. um, but we're going to have to cut it right here and we're going to start a part two only if you're game oh, I'm down Bet. so we're going to round this one out with your girl Honeybee Speaks Freely and your boy um, aka Jamal, aka um, Mr. Don't Call Me Snickers. We out here. Please check out his podcast, and as always, behave. <laughs>